Welcome, my friends, to that show we call Nick Flanagan Weekly. He's a hilarious comedian, and uh, he's been on the episode, the show once before. The show being Nick Flanagan Weekly. Welcome. Thank you. You're visiting me right now. I'm in my apartment, but I, I'm taking care of uh, Charlie the dog and uh, my wonderful uh, partner's apartment. Just a little, a few, just down the hall, basically. And uh, I'd love to live well, but um, right now it's a little tricky. I think in the future I've got a shot, though. Got a real shot. And, you know, talking to John Daly about his upcoming Johnny Doily devaccinated tour gave me hope. Because I think John, at one point, I told him what I liked about him, and I really only got as far as saying that I think he's totally hilarious, which I do. And I want to tell you this, uh, you can get a lot more background information about John Daly if you listen to the episode that I did um, about a year ago, or maybe a year and a half ago. Um, the interview I did with him for Nick Flanagan Weekly, and just recently, Damien uh, Abraham on Turned Out a Punk had myself and John Daly on, um, and we had a great time. So this led directly to me being like, John, let's do this. So this is a nice, chatty, frankly, it's cut off at the very end. Stupid Zoom. 40 minutes. That's the cutoff. And then John and I tried to do another 10 minutes. You'll hear it. That's how it ends. I go, okay, John, let's do, let's just wrap this up. We'll have another 10 minute thing. And it'll be done. We tried to do the 10-minute thing. Talked about some really cool stuff. We even got into things like ADHD. Started getting serious. And I had uh, thought I was recording it. John had maybe thought he was recording it. Neither of us got the recording by the end of that 10-minute show. So all we've got is this 38 minutes or so. And boy, was it fun. If I'm laughing too much, I apologize. If John's voice is a little low, I apologize. I'm telling you. Zoom really took away the privileges unless you're paying. 40 minutes. They send me the track after recording. It's just one track. It's not both vocals. So I had to do these tricks to get his levels up. It's not easy. But darn is it worth it. You may know John Daly from Crawl Show. From I'm Dying Up Here. Uh, you might know him uh, from... Abracadabra, California, which I mentioned on... It's the title of the last uh, thing. And you might know him from... It goes on and on. He's got a lot of characters. You look him up on Comedy Bang Bang and stuff, and honestly, the guy is just... I got as far as calling him hilarious, but he's also a very good actor. His mind is pretty awesome. He's an amazing improviser... I really love the way he weaves, I don't know, like where it's all coming from with John Daly, where that comic thing stems from. I think it's actually pretty sophisticated and cre it creates a really cool energy. And uh, I think that's why he has success. Oh, and he was on Curb Your Enthusiasm a little while ago as the postman wearing shorts. Um, who gets into it with Lar? But, you know, um, I guess he's also someone who really gets ideas and then rolls with them. And this is what I love about the guy. He's waiting. If you listen to the episode with Damien, he gets more into it. But he's waiting through the sea of the manosphere. Whatever's going on with Russell Brand in 2023. Suddenly, he's got an idea. He's going to do this Johnny Doily show. But not just in L.A. as some one-off. He's touring with this thing. It was the Lyric Hyperion in Los Angeles. It was, uh, he's playing Pittsburgh, uh, which is his hometown. Toronto, as I mentioned. I'm looking at his tour dates right now. Um... Philadelphia, the Philom, the Phil Philomoka, Chicago at the Color Club, Littlefield in New York, Boston. And then it also says plus more. 
So you know there's going to be more. So I love that. I, uh, you know, um, I'm always impressed when people really just go, I'm going to execute an idea. I'll, I'll share a piece of wisdom that I learned, and I don't know. I I have a friend. I'm, I'm not going to say who he is. But he is a very respected comedian. And a very cool comedian. Who I've toured with. And uh, he always drops these like gems. I love him so much. The, the gems he drops are just not even... Um, they're not dropped like he's doing wisdom. He just says them. But he goes, you know, I always wanted to just... If I have an idea, I just want to make it. He's like, I don't even care. I don't even care about like how it's going while I'm making it. I just want to do it. And I know that sounds crazy because it goes in the face of per perfectionism. But I think a lot of talented people, um, inspiration and instinct, especially with stuff like comedy, can take you really far. So make the thing and have some fun. Especially if it's criticizing or making fun of um, the, the BS around us, of which there's too much. Anyway, I'm going to just get us right into the podcast right now. And then at the end of it, I might talk a little. So don't just turn it off after the interview with John. I might do like a little mini episode or something. But be sure if you're in town, uh, town being Toronto, uh, go see uh, October 4th at the Monarch Tavern. We're going to have John Daly as Johnny Doily. We'll be performing. Doors are at 7.30. Get tickets online. Look up John Daly Monarch Tavern. 5th of October is Philly. 7th of October is Pittsburgh. 8th of October is Chicago. The 10th is in New York. And the 15th of October, he is in Boston, Mass. And uh, I'll be opening the Toronto show. So be sure you go out there and support John Doyle. Doyle. <laughs> Johnny Daly. John Daly. And, uh... Have a good time in life and enjoy the interview. Yeah, well, I'm coming there on tour, and so I'll be doing a show with you. On that's true, that's true. No, I'm sorry, I. Or is it Wednesday? It's on Wednesday, Wednesday. but it Wednesday feels like the fourth, the fourth at the Monarch Tavern. We're cranking, or we're gonna kick ass on this fucking show at the Monarch Tavern Wednesday the fourth. It's Johnny Doily. Uh, Sony Doily in it, and uh, and Nick Flanny, and we're yeah. gonna it. So come out to that. Let's just get out of that out of the way. Cause no, you're right. That's the main. It's gonna thing. be insane. I love. I it. mean, not that I don't love talking to you. This is your second appearance on the podcast. Well, I just want to get that out of the way. You know, because that's yeah. like, I mean, why wait? No, it's the best news probably of the day, and right. perhaps of the week. Outside of, I mean, this is the funniest show in the Americas. I mean, I am very excited for it, and people yeah. are excited for it. I'm talking, I, you know, I opened for our mutual pal yesterday, Nick Thorburn. Oh, you did great. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really open. I did like five minutes at the very top, right before Fat Tony came on and killed it. Need opening up like two and a half. <laughs> I'd love to do two and a half, man. That's oh, my. So to do a full set, of course. Fuck it, right. No, but the the, uh, the show was so fun yesterday. And, of course, at the end of it, I mentioned your show. Because awesome. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah. That's so and, cool of you. And then I told Fat Tony you were going to be here. Do you know Fat Tony? Like, uh, yeah, he's a friend of mine. And yeah. uh, we've done shows together. And he is in my video for Addicted to Computers as well. And he kills it. He's a good actor. And he's, like, one of my favorite rap. I know. He's so talented. It was crazy. He really, he really brought it yesterday. No, and I was. I mean, he always bro brings it. That's the thing. I've, I've, like, you know, uh, I've seen him bring it in, like, a tiny place, and then I've seen him bring it at a gigantic place. And he's 
basically the same energy. That's what, that's the like fat Tony promise. He doesn't fuck around. He's like, that was exactly yeah, how I thought he is. I'm going to give a hundred percent of my heart and mind to this shit and blow your mind. And he always does it. But then you talk to him and he's like super positive and stuff and like a great guy to be around. I'd met him once before yeah. at a black meaty show that he was opening. And it's, it's just, as you said, the the level of the performance is like, it's, it, I was, I was like, is this guy playing festivals a lot? Cause it seems like it, you know, yeah. that outdoor it's, festival. It yeah. makes you feel like you're in a festival of a hundred thousand people, um, in a club, you know, at the Terragram, wherever. And, uh, Ooh, Terragram. That's an LA reference. I like it. LA reference, Terragram ballroom. Like, Glade place to Blake blood. <laughs> Glade gleam to glow. Sea shows. So how's Toronto, man? I'm I'm coming out there. I'm staying in a hotel in downtown Toronto, and I'm fucking psyched. I haven't been there for quite a while. Uh, yeah, when was the last time you visited slash performed slash? I've never done like a solo show there, so I'm stoked, dude. And uh, and this is the first time I'm I'm performing there like with my stuff i've just gone there and shot a tv show or two and uh right that was what i figured because they have the uh, guillermo del toro guillermo del toro has those awesome studios there that are like state-of-the-art right uh so yeah that's cool and then when i was a kid i used to go there and play hockey Dumb. and get murdered we just get destroyed because we were from pittsburgh and the kids that, that live in toronto they're from toronto <laughs> and uh Hockey's a bigger deal. That's it. Hockey seems like it would be a big deal in Pittsburgh. It was a big deal in Pittsburgh, but it was just becoming a big deal. I was uh, on the way. I was on the like big wave of like obsessed with the Penguins and Mario Lemieux, and I like was like, okay, I'm gonna play travel hockey and you know play like dedicate part of my life to hockey for a while until I was like, oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> what did you learn? <laughs> What did you learn playing hockey? You know, what is it like with kids and billet programs? Like I was a billet. I'd come up to Toronto. Uh I remember I stayed with this kid, Connor Kearns. He played in the fucking NHL. So it was like the, the level of competition is just, it wasn't equal in any way. Yeah. And Mississauga Mohawks. We played the Mississauga Mohawks. So you were, you were like the, the team, the, what are they called? The one, the, the ones that the, Washington Generals, the ones that played the uh, Harlem Globe, yeah. the Harlem Globetrotters, and we were the Washington Generals, and and I remember they we would like have social time with them, like it was like before the game we're gonna have social time, and we'd go ice skating, and I remember being like, oh these kids like don't even think about like ice skating, they're so good, and I remember yeah. them being like, does your goalie play ba- play baseball, and I'd be like. Uh, why are they asking this shit? And they were trying to see if he had a great glove hand or whatever. And I was like, oh, these guys are like devious, competitive. Like, Oh, shit. Know. They even... they know like the mind games. Yeah, I wouldn't even know. And they beat us. They'd beat us so badly that their coach would be like, all right, boys, quit scoring. So <laughs> let's not humiliate these kids because they were so polite. You know, they'd be like, I don't want to humiliate these uh, these Americans too bad. So uh, just just run plays. We'll run the plays. But when it comes time to shoot, just uh, pull your shots. <laughs> they um, said that because oh they'd w- they'd be winning like four nothing. It would be so clear that they were slaughtering us, and their coach would be like, "All right, let's be nice to these kids." I I was a hockey. I was like a kid. I never really played a lot of sports, but I appreciated sports in my yeah. you know puberty times and a little before. Oh yeah, and then that's the time that's the time you know comic books and sports heroes. Yeah, and and uh, I miss it. But I, I it was Toronto's. Uh, the Maple Leafs were too heartbreaking for me as someone who didn't. You know, I wasn't gonna play. I wasn't even try playing hockey, much less try to be in the NHL. So it's like that'd be fun. My cousin was in the NHL. He played for the Kings. Really? Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Brian Wilkes. He went up there and he played for the Kings right when Gretzky was there. And uh, whoa, yeah. Maybe I saw. I bet I saw him play because I definitely saw Gretzky more than once. Because when Gretzky faced off against Mario Lemieux, the Pittsburgh hero, my dad would like always make sure to get tickets so we could see the two greats face. Yeah, that's that is awesome. That is something nice about being from a place for the best hockey player 
plays, you know, it's like suddenly it's a lot more important to go to games and to focus on it. And, you know, yeah, it brings a lot of just attention to it and makes people. Yeah, it makes people. It, dope. It's like Rogan being in Austin. Yeah, it's like he's the best podcaster and stand up. <laughs> yes. And human and fighter. Athletic the, fighter. The fighter. Uh, fight promoter. Or, uh, commentator. Fight, he's the best fight commentator. He's the best news news radio. <laughs> I can't even he's, say that. Let's just, he's the best. He's just the best, man. So tell me about... Joe. What's up, Joe? I shook your hand one time. How does that make you feel? What's up? I shook his Joe Rogan's hand once. Yeah, I've met Joe Rogan. I've done shows with him. Um, he was very nice and yes, he seemed very nice. And I saw someone good dude, good dude, force for good, good. dude, cool guy, cool force for good. Yeah, a force for great, I'd say. He's a force for great. Did you know that my mom and I watched when I moved back to Toronto from LA? We watched every episode of I'm Dying Up Here. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you like um, it? I liked it, honestly. <laughs> and I liked you on it. It's good. I'm good on it. Uh, you are good on it. I actually was the one thing I'm mad about, something I'm mad about that it didn't get that second season is it didn't get a second season. What do you mean? Didn't it get a second season? Did it get a, it second, get season? a second season? You just watched the show. You should know. How many seasons it has? That's pretty. That's pretty basic. Wait, what? Maybe I watched two seasons and then didn't get a third season. That's what you're talking about because it did not get it, a third season. It got yes, and it has a scene at the roller rink at the end. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so I watched both seasons. So, so then um, I was mad because I was like, I just read an interview you did for where you, was when Betas came out. This is going way back, right? And and you were talking about how you liked the character on Betas. Because it was a character who could be very thin as a concept, but he had needs and want, you know, that it showed his like heart and stuff. And I felt like that was really kind of pop with you on um, Dying Up Here, too. So that was a little. Okay. And so you're saying it didn't pop? No, it did pop, but I, there was even more that, that could have happened well, with I your character. They could have serviced my character a lot more. Yes. But it seemed like uh, it was a rough go. <laughs> a rough go. But I loved being on the show, and um, I loved. Uh, yeah, I got to act with some great actors: Michael Agarano, uh, Melissa Leo. You know, it was it was a cool cool job. Um, yeah, I just thought it was. You, we brought up the the world of that comedy, and it was like that was you were suddenly like in a comedy store show and i don't know like did you relate to like a lot of that comedy store thing or was that like a i'm new vibe I, for you a I new world consider myself to be a comedian so i did uh i did relate to it yeah i mean i it, it also they cast a lot of comics in it and actors oh 100 percent, yeah and comic actors clark do very funny very funny sex drive yeah high sex drive Wait, what? I don't know what that is. Is that a movie? Sex Drive was a movie Clark Duke was in that oh. I saw. Sex Drive, exactly. Sex Drive. Yes. Sex <laughs> two, more sex. Sex Drive three, let's fuck. Sex Drive four, cause some more. Sex, sex drive, drive five, come shower. <laughs> sex Drive six, the walk. The shame. Sex walk of shame. Sex Drive six, the walk of shame. That's pretty good. <laughs> No, I mean, I just, uh, sex I, I, seven orgy in heaven, <laughs> sex drive. It just becomes all rhyming after that. Just sex drive. So the sex drive actors get so old that it's like sex drive eight. Uh, this is not looking great, <laughs> not looking great, but they still have all this sex, sex drive nine. Mark Clark Duke's like 74. <laughs> all right. Let's have sex. You know, that probably is going to happen in like 30 years. Yeah, I mean, that's the sexiest time of life, too. I mean, not visually, but like when you're at the old folks home, like these these Florida old folks homes, like there's always a story of it's like debaucherous and like fucking, you know, Trump MAGA voters just blasting on each other's faces, you know, going for it. I think 
Uh, they say that sexually transmitted diseases are very high in seniors' homes. Yeah, the villages is a AIDS hotspot. <laughs> it's like uh, the new, yeah, it's the new AIDS uh, prep. Just all wet. It's like a wet market. All these ninety-year-olds on prep. <laughs> oh, it's a wet market. The COVID came. COVID came from a Florida aged <laughs> orgy. <laughs> Florida orgy. Orange. It used to be oranges. Now it's orgies. Well, AIDS no. was COVID of the 80s. Let's face it. Yeah. But they took it, like the people getting it took it more seriously and the government took it less seriously. So it was like this weird, you know what I mean? Like, well, all the, all the people. Because it was black gay people and black people. And I know. Government, uh, actually, when they're dying, uh, the government kicks up their their feet on their big desk and they go, "What? What's next? What are we? What have we done?" And then when white people die, unfortunately, the government will be like, oh, "We got to do something." And then and then white people are also like, "The government is doing it to us. White, the, 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 if we're dying, it must be from the government or someone, the Jews or something, because we don't die, you know?" Right. A lot more blaming of the Jews. I'll say that out there. It's not cool. It's not good. This. <laughs> Going I appreciate that zone here. I appreciate that. Well, that's what the Johnny Doyle show. You were Jewish, and when when we were on Turn Out of the Punk, I was like, "Because your last name's Flanagan." I've I've always yeah. Been, He's a swarthy black Irish guy. <laughs> well, you're kind of uh, you're kind of half Jewish, half Irish. Which yeah, I've met a lot of half Jewish, half Irish people, and that's a wonderful thing to be. And Middle Eastern or Persian people will often say, "Are you Persian?" Well, you've got that chest hair. That comes up to your clavicles and almost has a straight line across. <laughs> it's like, it's got a little dome on it, but it's got that, you've got that like, oh, right up at your neck, there's a straight line of just ultra hair. Shaving's a challenge, you know? Yeah. Well, shaving your body. Yeah. I like your mustache look, Nick. Yeah, man. I, I had a beard. I did the like COVID beard. Same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was- Long hair for COVID. I, I grew my hair like down to my shoulders. It was fun. Oh, I kind of remember that. I want to look up a pic of that because that is fun. That's really cool. Right. Uh, I can't grow a long, like a rad long hair situation. It poofs out, you know. Well, I. That's right. weird, right? When you have thinning hair like me. Uh, or me. Having long hair makes it very evident that you have thinning hair. Right. But it's a, that's also a look, you know, that like straggly. It's not a good look. <laughs> It's like, uh, you know, uh, it's kind of a old, maybe it's an old bass player look or something like that. Axel Rose. Axel Rose, is he bald? He's more I like, think... he's more like just turning into a, you know, older, he looks like a fairly normal, like his body is like, please just let me be 62 or whatever. I think the guys who had the really good thin hair that was long, yeah, would be like bassists or bands like, Weird, weirdly 70s British glam bands. I feel like all the guys looked not glam at all. Well, Brian Eno, Brian Eno had the best hair, bald. Like he figured out going bald and having long hair and looking just like a fucking alien. And then he like switched his thing. Like he was like, I totally look like a glam alien. And then I wonder what year it was. Cause like in 1980, I feel like he was just like, now I look like a teacher. I'm going to look at a picture of him now because because you're really right. Well, like, look at, like, 1982, Brian Eno, because it's like he turned it around really fast from looking like David Bowie kind of, like, insanity and then uh, glam rock. And then he really, he was really like, nah, I'm just going to look like a construction foreman guy. Well, Paul Schaefer, he kind of did the Paul Schaefer trick a bit. Right. And back then they didn't have, like, uh, drugs to make your hair kind of stay in. Uh, Are those? But do they have ones that make? Do, now do they have ones that make it grow back? That's what I want to know. They don't have ones that make it grow back. That, but they make. They do have ones that make your hair stronger and don't. They slow the process of it falling out. I would say. Uh, uh, all those drugs. Yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't I? I mean, why wouldn't I? Mean? They have zero side effects, and I think uh, yeah, they're they're good. They're good. It's good. I really but, wish I'd. My not like. My hair's been my hair was really good until I was like 
yeah, 35. And then I was like, oh no, I'm rapidly going bald. Yeah, I had the exact same thing. But I did Except mine was 29. Someone took a picture of me from the back of, like they were in the passenger seat of a car. Yeah. And it was the beginning of seeing that there was like a problem that I didn't know about. Oh, well, yeah. When you see that, you're like, holy shit. But then only you notice that for a while. And then it's like, it's like, yeah, going bald. Cause I was like paranoid about it. Like, uh, yeah, look at that. I'm going bald. And everyone would be like, no, you're not. Like, what are you talking about? It just looks totally normal. And then comes the time when people start going like, hey, you might want to think about the fact. Dude, this is a shared experience. It's My mother. Experience. This is what every vain man experiences. Every vanity obsessed. <laughs> well, come on. I got Acting. advice. I got some advice for Axl Rose. Stop drinking, first of all. That's the best <laughs> thing that you can possibly do. Unless he's sober already. I don't want to insult him if he is, but but he just, he really truly doesn't seem like he is. Uh, he seems like he's still drinking, and I think that would uh, not only make him so much happier, it would make him uh, look better. And then the other thing is go on Ozempic and turn back into the old Axl Rose because you. I feel like he still can't. I feel like Axl Rose has the absolute potential to look like, you know, an older version of skinny, young, hot Axl Rose. Right. And maybe he'd get laid again. Who knows? That guy hasn't touched a woman in years. <laughs> he looks like shit. Just kidding. He's probably just <laughs> drowning in, 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 in pee. <laughs> not, I'm, I'm just trying not to say. He's drowning in vag. He's drowning in slash. Vag is, yeah, exactly. Those are like two words that some would say are grosser than with a word you were trying to say, except uh, I'll say it in a special way. Poom poom. Uh, every, uh, word is, every word is worse than gash. <laughs> gash is the worst one. But vag is kind of fun. There was that band, the offensive band, the dwarves, um, oh, who, yeah, yeah. you know, they I have- of them, but I- your band knowledge is just when we were on Turned Out a Punk, I was like, guys, I checked out. I was like more into like <laughs> like kids in the hall and shit. But No, no, that was a great uh chat. I hope you weren't too Oh no, I loved it. I just felt like I got in over my head and just listened to you guys for a while because you're so knowledgeable about punk rock and I'm John. kind of like I know that uh the dead Kennedys and I've heard about, you know, probably eighty percent of their music and I Love, you still put it on and love it, but now, now I'm now I'm like you know it's annoying it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't listen. No, no, it sucks, but I'm not going to put it on. I mean, they're amazing. I don't listen to that much. I listen to a wide variety of stuff, and I think what I like about you is uh, what do you like, great baby? Oh, I'll tell you lots of things. I th- I love I like about you yeah, exactly. Oh. Romantics. That's a band I can call out. Great jam. What I like about you, you drumming singer, drumming singer. What I like about you, just like Montreal's, right? You really know how to dance, right? When I liked Howard Stern, this is where. By the way, I'm. I am wearing. You don't like Howard Stern anymore? What? I fucking love Howard Stern. But when I was obsessed with Howard Stern in the '90s, there was uh, one of their parody songs was "What I Like About Jews." What I like about Jews, and that's what people need to get back to, what they like about Jews. Stop focusing on what you don't like. Right. What I like about Jews. They read the Torah. When they go, <laughs> and then it's Hebrew that I won't butcher. No, please. When they go, and then it's- We're in a new year. We're in Rosh Hashanah. You know, yeah, happy- this is a chance. Shana- book of Life. I'm written in the Book of Life, bro. Um, but- yeah, I I think that you're hilarious. In oh, thank you. You don't have to sit here and kiss my ass. No, but I think I'm trying to provide contact context for why I have. Here's, you. Here's what I'll yes. say, Nick. Here's what I'll say, Nick. We have good chemistry. I will me, say that me and you, we have good chemistry. Yeah, because since I, I, you're like the straight man, and I'm like the little demon on your shoulder. That's like, ha, do this, yeah, do that. You're like Nick. Go into that sex shop, Nick. Flanagan. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm like. That's what I would say. Go into yeah. that sex shop, or is that what you'd like to do? 
Are there good well, tech shops in Toronto? Is that where is that where we're gonna do on our time off? Yeah, man. There's one right by my house. So I don't. I don't. Where are you? I mean, I can't really ask you on the podcast. What general area are you staying? Name a street Let you're me just staying. Say I'm staying within ten minutes of the Monarch. I just oh. I tour. Uh, uh, I got my suggestions from my agent, and I booked some stuff. I'm not to the level yet where I just glide into a tour and get on a plane and then do the show. I have to book stuff, but soon maybe I will just be like, what a tour. Okay. Yeah. But right. What I'm doing is I'm staying at a lovely hotel. Um, and it's like a walk. I made sure it was a walk from the Monarch Tavern. So, oh, that's perfect. That's not that far from where I live. We should hang. And I'm also like, we should hang. Yeah. We'll definitely hang. I'm there the night before too, and we should see a show or something. Oh, that's great! You're there the night before. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited to hang out because I, like I, I said, the I podcast w- to be us making plans. What if the podcast <sighs> just said, "Okay, well, I live here, so let's triangulate where we can go." <laughs> have you ever accidentally? I don't want to say I don't want to shit on any podcast, but like, have you ever accidentally gone gone on a podcast that was like, in your view, completely unusable as a piece of audio? Um, oh yeah, man. I mean, I, I took like prepping for my album last year. I, I, uh, 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 or putting out my, my music, my incredibly successful music album. I, uh, that I love so much. I, I did podcasts that first of all, like I wouldn't recognize that the podcast was gigantic and had a millions of listeners. <laughs> yes. And then I'd go on and be like, ah, sorry, I'm late. Uh, you know, I made up a, and I'd be like, yeah, I had a problem with my dog. Anyway, assholes, what the <laughs> fuck is up? I'm pissed. And you know, it was, it was during the pandemic and I would like to be forgiven for those because I was so, I was just like, a, I turned, I think we all turned into different people during the pandemic and, like there wasn't a lot of happiness going around with uh, my my uh, my vibe, you know, my brain. Oh my god, was on mute or something. Dude, the beard, the beard. That was what happened. That was like you mentioned the mustache. Like I grew a beard. Suck. Like I didn't know it sucked. I didn't know. Like I was like matches my vibe. All right, let's keep going. Yeah, matches uh, my yeah, vibe exactly. Match. And then one day, this yeah. is where it was at. There's a lot of people with like big. It's like totally normal to have like big ZZ Top beard and be in the NFL. Like it's like <laughs> I've got this big old man like full ZZ Top thing, and I'm like a linebacker or whatever. So that weird. is so funny. I can't believe we only have nine minutes left. What the hell just happened here? Oh man, I don't know. Yeah, do we want to... should always start over. Yeah, do you want to start over after? Like you could try inviting me to one. Yeah, well, I have Pavan Mundi's coming over, and he's going to shoot some TikToks and stuff. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Pavan. And he says, I'm texting him right now. He says, say what's up to Flanagan. Say what's up to Pavan. Pavan? Pavan. Do you remember when you hosted you hosted the screening of his movie that I'm in? It was great. Loved it. That was so fun. And I was, you and know, I was- Fabulous 3. That was cool. I was so happy that, like- all these like homies, homies, sir, from LA who had never really seen me act suddenly saw me in a movie at a theater where I saw a movie with you. I saw Killer Joe with you at that very theater ages ago. Killer Joe. Is that right? Yeah. When we first met, we like hung out and went to Killer Joe at the Los Feliz One. Killer yeah. Joe. Damn. That was good. I like that movie. I did too. R.I.P. to. William Freakin. Yeah. Who directed? William Freakin, To Live and Die in L.A., uh, The Exorcist, uh, uh, William Freakin. Sorcerer. William Freakin. Twitter. The that I watched over the pandemic. It's not great. Yeah, you know what? But, uh, my my girlfriend had a really similar experience where she watched it and she was like, what? I didn't know that this was bad or something. And then... My other friend says it's his favorite movie. Yeah. I've been saying that. That's why I want to do on the yeah, podcast. Some of your friends. Not Damien Abraham. He can he can remain. Just the ones who like Sorcerer. Yeah. They're the ones you have a problem with. I wrote some notes. I wrote some notes out for you. Let me see. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, man. Cool. I did some prep. Oh, God. and I, I do, I'm scared. Now I'm scared of what's. They arrested Tupac's killer. Oh, topical. Wait, I remember this. When? When did this? Today they searched okay. his. They searched his thing like last month. You know that was a huge thing. They'd opened it, right. reopened the investigation. There's been they, a thing that's been happening, right? Yeah. Yeah. That guy was like, "Yeah, I was involved." <laughs> I know. And then they caught him, and he's like, "All right, I'll go to jail for it." But just so you know, I'm cool enough to have been involved in this thing. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a loser. I'm not just a number. I <laughs> killed a man. I'm a, right. I that's a rapper. <laughs> I shot. I ended like. Yeah, a very important. <laughs> yeah, I over the pettiest stuff. I handed a guy a gun, and uh, this dude who was—I uh, made it so this dude's image was uh, exploited and used weirdly for the next thirty years. You know? Yeah, like, well, I think like rappers, it's like oh, the two biggest rappers got shot, but then like, man, rappers get shot. It's like. I right now it's the worst. I mean, yeah, really it's good uh, pop smoke and really people. I'm like, oh, this guy's so good. You got to check this out. I mean, pop smoke was one of the worst ones. Holy shit! I think he might be my favorite rapper. And then, and then he died, and I was like, I I Google, I looked it up, and I was like, oh, he was twenty. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. No, he had, like Pop Smoke is is one of the best examples. As soon as I, unfortunately, I don't think I listened to him much before he was killed. Like, and when, which makes me such a poser. But like, when as soon as I put it on, I was like, oh, this is like New York hip hop, circa twenty twenty three. This is exactly what it, like he was a New Yorker. Oh, but I mean, so cool, yeah. And his voice we, was like, we we we're talking a little bit about Drake and how he has made Toronto cool. And made it into right. six instead of just being Toronto. And so what I want to know is how have you seen the direct or indirect? What's the most direct Drake thing that has happened in the town? Besides direct. the Raptors like being this kind of well premiere. Like I don't know. Maybe. A lot more people on the streets say fam to each other. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the matter What's up, fam? <laughs> oh my gosh. And then also the show. Oh yeah. And then what? Oh no, no, what show? Top Boy. I haven't watched that. Drake loves it. Well Drake uh loved the first season so much that he was like he called the rapper Kano who star it was uh, stars in it and he was like Kano wins season two a Top Boy and Kano was like Oh, I think it's just a limited series. And Drake was like, no, it's not. And he fucking, <laughs> him and Future, his Funded? producer, they fucking bought it. Or I don't know what happened, but they were like, we're going to, you know, and if you see his his name on the later seasons, it's like Drake, Aubrey, Aubrey, Aubrey Graham, Graham sir, and Future, because they were just like, this is the coolest show. And I just finished season three of it, and it is one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I've been kind of meaning to. And it is really unbelievable. It's like the wire type shit. This, this is just like a side suggestion as we get into the sort of wind down this element of the Zoom. Uh, the My side of the Zoom is uh, if you've ever seen that show Time, have you ever yeah. seen the show Time? Oh my God. It's a British show as well. And it stars Sean Bean and Stephen Graham. And it's set in a prison and it's kind of like an Oz type of series. Oh, yeah. And it focuses on Sean Bean, who's a drunk driver who goes to prison and Stephen Graham as a security guard or a correctional officer. And it's like a limited series. It's really cool. Yeah, I recommend it. Sean highly. Bean. Awesome. Sean Bean. I'm not calling him Sean Bean. <laughs> I call him Sean Bean. Like, what's up, Boromir? Boromir. When he comes around, when he comes around, what's up, Boromir? Boromir, that's what I said. Boromir, sup Boromir, Boromir. <laughs> what about Ned Stark? Did you get into Stark Dude, and I, Game of Thrones? I made Natalie rewatch, or I rewatched, and uh, she watched for the first time Game of Thrones. It's the best, yeah, of course. But I know it rules. Here's something I do a little show and tell every once in a while in the show. Sure. Taking, Taking the Pelham one two three with Denzel Washington in the best possible John Travolta look. <laughs> that was such a wild look. 
This look is like, I am not bald. <laughs> I am a man that is normal. There. Did you ever see this movie? 35. Did you ever see I've never seen that? I love the original with Walter Maddow. Me too. Walter Maddow. Do you know who directed the Taking of Film 123 reboot? Take a guess. Um, uh, 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 William Freakin or very close. Oh, really? Oh, also dead. Uh, also dead. Very close to William Freakin. Oh man. Uh, but dead. So, uh, I mean, not that close, but in the, in that range of, right. uh, notability eighties. He's more eighties and nineties. Oh, okay. Uh, Michael Bay. Uh, close, very close. Better than Michael Bay. Huma. Better than... Close. So close. There's one more name. It's a trio. Bay. No, much better. He's... Schumacher. Tony Scott. Tony Scott. Oh, direct. Got direct. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I watched it. Like, I just found this DVD and I was like, you know, I've never seen this. I... It's a Tony Scott movie. What can I say? <laughs> it's 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 like a classic Tony Scott thing. Like Tony Scott, it, yeah. So remind me of top, it's Top Gun, right? Did he direct Top Gun? He directed Top Gun. Yes. Tony Scott. What are his other movies? I mean, I I think his best movie, the only one that I really, well, he did True, True Romance. Oh, well, that's fucking yeah. best. Oh, right. yeah, True Romance. Yeah, but it's uh, Last Boy Scout. I think represents an amazing peak in a certain era of blockbusters uh right. i like tony's that but i loved it because it was i saw it when i was young and it's so stupid i'm Here, very judgmental when that came out i was like ah. do you want to invite me to a zooming now or should i try to invite you again oh, if i can do I that invite... yeah i think let's just hang up yeah and then let's hang up and then start another one okay cool okay yeah hanging up Hey. And that was my chat with John. As you can hear, we were right ready to keep going. And we did keep going. But you and I, well, you won't hear it ever. John and I will, if we can remember it well enough, uh, you know, we'll have it between ourselves. Um, It really was very long. Like I said, we started talking about ADHD. It was so cool. I can't wait to get more into that. And I bet you, John and I, this is not the last time we've been on the same podcast together. <laughs> this is not the last time. Uh, yeah, we'll talk. It'll be great. We're going to get heavy. He's a deep guy. And am I a deep guy? I don't know. The well is shallow. It is, I'm sweating. I, t- I turned off the fan when I was recording this, and now it's like, oh my God. I've been sweating for days. I mean, how do I fix, how do I fix this caboose? That's all I want to know. What do you do if you're me? And your apartment is filled with resellables. Vintage games, vintage VHS, vintage DVD, toys many of which are up for sale, some of which I'm holding on to for my own laugh. Books. I'm looking down, I see a book from the 80s called The Shape of Rage, the films of David Cronenberg. I see an off-brand broken Digimon that I should probably just donate back to a Salvation Army or give to a kid. Uh, It's almost 2 a.m. I don't think I'll be sleeping that soon. And I need to, because on Wednesday, which is very soon, and it's the day of the John Daly Show, I'm going to start taking care of a cat, a cute cat. I'm going to share this cat's name, and you can't make fun of me. Cat's name is Spunky. And I've got to help this cat with pills and injections, and i got to get up early to help the cat. Now I can go back to bed after that, but I'm going to have to make sure I get up early. No futzing around. No futzing around. I would be late for my own funeral, as they used to say. So yeah, just to reiterate, October 4th, you should go see John Daly at the Monarch. I'll be there performing, if you're in Toronto. And then also in Toronto at the Monarch on 
the 19th of October, Dave Hill will be coming to town. Another friend of the show, good friend of mine, and uh, I'll be performing with Dave, Tim Gilbert, and Only God for Gibbs are also on that lineup. And uh, be sure to check out um, Dave Hill anytime he comes to your town. I hope I... And if you want me to come to your town, hit me up. Let's make it happen. I want to travel again, you know? I feel like I'm living in a, a cell. Toronto's like a jail, a very nice jail that has many rising in quality taco places. Are you a zoo person? I'm a zoo person. I'll tell you something. Nobody I know likes zoos. They get depressed. John's coming in a day early. I'm going to see if he wants to go to the zoo. Maybe he will. I think I might have a means to get one person in free at the zoo. Speaking of zoos, I started watching Ted Lazo today or yesterday. Whenever it is, Sarah got out of town and it's just been me and the dog. I've been watching Ted Lasso. Hot topic of conversation, Ted Lasso. Go online, people are like, Ted Lasso's basic. Ted Lasso's part of nice guy comedy. Jason Sudeikis is mean. And Ted Lasso is too nice. I don't know. I'll tell you what Ted Lasso is. It's one of those shows that like seems like it's British, but it's not British. Don't think you're getting smarter watching British content watching Ted Lasso. That's some American stuff if I've ever seen it. Don't be fooled by the rocks that Ted's got. So far, it's fine. What can I say? And Apple TV seems to have the most... I can understand why that show is so popular. Because Apple TV, I don't know if it does it special with Ted Lasso, but it's like an episode ends. They do not give you time to think. I swear, I press pause. Didn't matter. Next episode was already happening, and I was like, well, the dog's here. He doesn't want me to leave. I better hang out. Next thing you know, I'm on episode three. And I'm not 100% what's happened. I just know that there's been some homespun goodness and some right British in it. Things happening. We are getting into a nice autumnal feel. That's okay. I'm telling you, here in the T-Dot Dizzle, six Hogtown, big smoke. Um, round... Uh, the 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 six did I say that already? Thrizzle Metro GTA GTA San Can Oh GTA Can Andreas. What do you think of that? Like San Andreas, but it's Can because it's Canada. What are some nicknames for Toronto? I need to know as many as possible. Queen City, never heard of it. T.O., that one I get. Um, Toronto the Good, I don't like, that's not like a nickname. Muddy York. You know why they called it Toronto the Good? Because it was, uh, because it had like, uh, this overly, uh, Rurient kind of set of rules. We had an area in the city that was uh, dry until about 1996 or seven. <laughs> anyway, the autumn's nice here. At the end of August, I said to myself, summer's not over. I don't care what they say. Summer's not over. September's going to be great. September's been warm. I don't even know if we've had one rainfall. So you tell me, can I control the weather? Am I powder? The director of powder does not reflect the morals of the character powder. As far as I know. I did not think I would end this episode with a strange defense of the character powder, not the director. And I don't know how to get out of it. 
You know that thing where you just keep defending powder? You don't know how to stop defending powder? Can you help me stop defending the character powder? I don't want to be associated with the movie powder. And yet here I am just talking, 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 boot powder. Ugh. What are your goals heading into the fourth quarter of 2023? Have you enjoyed yourself? Have you done the things you wanted to do? Do you think things you have not done are doable by the end of the year? If so, do you think you can email me what those are by emailing weeklypodcast at gmail.com? Weeklypodcast at gmail.com. Send your comments or questions. Would love to know what you thought of this wonderful talk I had with John Daly. One of many. You're the bomb. I really can't say enough about how much I appreciate you listening and how much I appreciate you if you want to support the podcast, which I would love. Here's what could happen if you send some money my way. I will use it to try. If I got enough, guess what I'd pay for? Some ADHD coaching. Because when I've been able to get it, life has been a little easier. Here's what I will do with the money if you if you give me some money. I will try to make sure I have an up-to-date setup. And I will make sure I am more regular with my ability to do the show as I can devote more time to the show and other things. If I put out a record, you will probably get a free copy of the record. Digitally. You know, I know someone who has a Patreon-only podcast. If I had like a $1 tier, would you pay $1 a month to listen to this podcast? Write me with weeklypodcast at gmail.com. I want to know. Daddy wants to know. Mommy wants to know. And all of the people in the neighborhood also want to know. And that neighborhood is called a whole wide world. We're one big happy family. Folks, it's been keen talking to you. Go see John Daly anytime he's in your town. Don't be forget to catch Dave Hill here October 19th. And all my other friends, go see him live. You can't believe how much people are supporting live performance lately. Very happy about it. Stay healthy, stay warm, stay safe, stay cool if that's preferable. And you are cool, so it shouldn't be hard. Play him again. Weekly bull. Nick. Lamb again. Weekly. Nick. Slam again. Weekly. Nick. Lamb again. Weekly.